Hello, wrestling fans. Happy Friday. Joe Murata here from Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, if you don't, at OVP Podcast. And today I'm here to present to you a bonus show from about two and a half years ago. You know, in the midst of this completely normal period of time in our lives, let's talk about a completely normal wrestler, the Ultimate Warrior. Now, I understand the Ultimate Warrior is a polarizing figure. Some people really like him, have great childhood memories. Other people can't stand the man. We're talking about the wrestler, the Ultimate Warrior, and we're talking about the four best and four worst matches in his career. That's right, it is the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Ultimate Warrior matches. Now, if you've never listened to OVP before, I encourage you to subscribe. And if you want to get a feel for our normal weekly Monday show, it's the next episode down on your podcast app or feed or however you're doing it there. It's episode 206. Episode 207 will be coming out on Monday the 11th of January. And as I usually like to disclaim when we present these older bonus shows, this is from about two and a half years ago, okay, August 31st, 2018. It is quite possible that our perspective and our opinion has changed since then, so feel free to bring it up if you want to, but remember, this isn't current. It's a little bit, it's a retro, retro show, if that makes any sense. Now, you're probably tired of hearing me blather on here, so again, enjoy us as we discuss in depth and the fairest and best we can it is the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Ultimate Warrior matches. Hello, wrestling fans and patrons, and welcome to OVP's Mount Rushmore and Death Valley Extra, episode number five, here for Friday, August 31st, 2018, starting off your Labor Day weekend right. I am Joe Murata. That is Michael Quinn. How you doing, Michael? Uh, howdy doody. Howdy doody, sir. How you doing today? It's a ultimate day. It's a very ultimate day because we are here to do a very ultimate Mount Rushmore and Death Valley Extra. This is the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of... Ultimate Warrior Matches. Ultimate Warrior Matches. Uh, before we get right into the matches, Quinn, mm -hmm. brief talk about the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, you know, he obviously made his big splash in 87, became a big deal in 88. Yeah, I heard his name was Jim Helwig. Jim Helwig. He yeah, was, it was a, a USA man with Sting or something. Yeah, he was on Power Team USA and yeah. then the Blade Runners uh, with Sting. He was a rock and Sting was a sting. Why isn't he like somebody from the movie Blade Runner? I, I never got I that, why really they were called that. answer that for you. Yeah. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, then he was the Dingo Warrior. In that didn't make any world sense. class. Remember when they talked about that in like the Ultimate Warrior yeah. DVD and like that like Ultimate was Vince's idea? And yeah, I, I don't but, know if they were like giving credit, but they, they were almost like joking about how Dingo Warrior is the dumbest name ever. Yeah. And like, of course they wouldn't call him that. Like, no, I agree with them. Nobody yeah. would be that dumb. You know, if I'm not mistaken, actually, and as Conrad would say, I'm freestyling here, but I think uh, in Warrior's tryout match, he was billed as Dingo Warrior. And you know who it was against, if I'm not mistaken? Jose Estrada. Oh, really? 87. We like yeah, him. We love Jose yeah. Estrada. But then, uh, of course, Video City himself. Video City and Furniture City. Yeah. He's a big sponsor <laughs> of any kind of city, maybe Suplex City. Yeah. But once he became the Ultimate Warrior uh, and then went on his tear in 88, obviously the Hunky Tunk Man. Yeah. And then he was the heir apparent to the Huckster. That didn't work out that well. He lingered around, left, came back in 92, and then came back in 96. Went to WCW in 98, and that was kind of the end of him as a really active full-time professional wrestler. Yeah, he wasn't around very long, even yeah. though he was like, 
build after 90 to be the superstar of the future or yeah, whatever the, the, or the 90s into the next millennium yeah. like he just, how did they expect from 1990 that he would like carry <laughs> like 11 on? years yeah like that he would carry on past that point i don't know he couldn't even string a co- coherent promo together yeah. you know which you need if you're going to be a, a top guy at that time well his at promos, that time i'll give him this i think it's a little I know it's common to make fun of Ultimate Warrior promos. <laughs> they're bad, though. They're bad, but they also there's there's a way about it where it's like that's just what he is, and like yeah. you, people just kind of accepted it after. It's like no, we come to see the Ultimate Warrior say dumb shit. Like that's they his do. mo. Like, they just not as many people came to say see him say dumb shit as they came to see Hulk Hogan say dumb shit. Right. That exactly. was his problem. Yeah. You know, that was his main. That's problem. exactly it. Because yeah. if you think about it, Hulk Hogan said the dumbest oh shit. God. Also, he, he said mo- in- incoherent nonsense. All the time, every WrestleMania you can count on it, you know, nevertheless, like all the other promos. But you know what's very interesting? For a guy that had such a short career in the big two, and especially WCW, but WWF, right? Mm -hmm. He was really only there 87 to 92 with a break. Right. In 91 and 92. Right. He had some standout matches. Surprisingly. For a but, guy that was known as like the precursor to Goldberg, just two minute squashes and power stuff. Yeah. He had some good shit. Yeah, but he also had a lot of bad shit. Of course he did. But, and uh, that's what we do here. Yeah. I mean, it. it is what it is with him. I think he had good matches because of his placement, how he got, he got on fire. And yeah. So the idea was they made sure he had good matches kind of thing. Like it was like, they're not going to a guy that they're pushing. They're going to make sure they put him with somebody that can carry him. Basically. They're not going to throw him to the wolves. Right. And exactly. leave him out there to die and to falter. Yeah. I absolutely agree. I think you and I are both going to have the same first inclination to pick uh, the, the number one spot. Well, I, I think you might be surprised actually where I might go with the first. Then one. why don't you go first, Quinn? Um, this one. Okay. So you hear me out before you like, poo-poo this. When don't I? I think I'm poo-pooing it. that actually like because of its memorability mm-hmm. I actually think the Hunky Tunk Man match oh. is the one because I was going to bring it up anyway not as number one. Well to me that's like his but launching point and that's what people case. remember him for. Yep. It's kind of like why do people always remember Bill Goldberg versus Hugh Morris even though it's a shit match in two seconds. You know that's a good point. Like, I couldn't tell you who the second guy Goldberg fought was. Yeah exactly. So right. there's something to be said about that Honky Tonk Man match only because it's two seconds, but it doesn't need to be long because the Honky Tonk had reigned forever. So it he was did. like, it was so like such a happy moment. And it's what people remember about the first SummerSlam. A lot, a lot of people besides Liz's panties. I was just going like, to say besides Liz's skirt. That's yeah. it, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what. I mean, considering the context of when this took place, where yeah, like you said, the Honky Tonk Man reigned forever yeah. since uh, June of '87. Right, yeah. June of '87. It was so damn long, <laughs> and he didn't lose the title. He just never lost. He, yeah. he would weasel his way out. Maybe he got counted out. Maybe he got DQ'd. I, the extra layer on top of Warrior beating him as a surprise opponent is because it would have been perfectly logical for yeah. Brutus Beefcake to beat Honky at SummerSlam. Yeah, but he like, parasailed his no, face he, into a that thing was or two years later. gliding or whatever. What, no, did, what was he doing This there? was the kayfabe injury oh. where Ron Bass like 
Uh-oh. beat them up with the spurs and stuff. Oh, right, right, right. But what's great is that they did it perfectly because the WrestleMania 4 match is inconclusive. Remember, it's terrible. Also, we always you fall asleep and you wake up during that, during yeah. WrestleMania 4. Yeah. It's like really shitty six-minute match. But the feud was a good one, right? And Beefcake was like, it was like Beefcake was right on Honky's tail, right? right. And he he was, had him. He was going to get him. At, and at He the, would be the new champion. Yeah, he and, was going to be the new champion. Yeah. And at the SummerSlam, it was going to happen. Like, that would have made perfect sense. Classic booking. He beats him, right? Right. Curveball, and this is 10 years before Vince Russo swerving people. Right. They take Beefcake off TV to a kayfabe injury, mystery opponent angle, and it was a great time, you know, to do it. Well, it was also the best person to do it because, I, I like I said, it's almost poetic how he had the longest reign and he lost it in the shortest match. Exactly. Like, it, it worked, and, it, and to the guy that had short matches. Right. Like, it makes sense. I'm not going to at all poo-poo that, but I want to volley my yeah, pick to you. Right. But I mean, I think I think this should make it. Yeah, it's good. I, I really do. He won the Intercontinental title. He yep. had it all the way until uh, WrestleMania 5 and then won it right back a few months later all mm-hmm. the way until WrestleMania 6. Right. This was what launched the Ultimate Warrior from the guy that fought Hercules and was kind of weird yeah. at WrestleMania yeah, 4. exactly. To megastar. Right. To the guy that they would be like, you know what? He can he could be the next Hogan. I mean, he was almost the most over guy in the company other than Hogan, like almost right after this Honky Tonk Man. Pretty thing. much. Like this, this launched it. Him, Savage, and Warrior. Yeah. I mean, him, Savage, and Hogan. Yeah. All right. So that's that. But speaking of Randy Savage, obviously, I think the best in-ring work that Warrior ever did. Yeah, no doubt was Randy Savage WrestleMania 7 retirement match. We've talked about it a little bit before. Yeah, we both love it. It's one of my favorite matches ever. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not exaggerating. Like, right, I, I agree. I can watch that match any day of the week. Um, I think the thing about it is it's not really about the Warrior as much as it's about Randy Savage. It's true. Um, even though Savage is, you know, he loses. Mm-hmm. But it's about, you know, him getting his girl back and all this. But the Warrior that being said, the warrior has like a story to be told in there of like doubting himself and then coming to his senses and like saying like, now I know what to do. Yeah. And like, it's actually really cool. And like, I really like the coat thing with the, like this match means more than this. And it's like a picture of the the WWE. Like it's really cool. The whole build of this feud. And we got a little more familiar with this when we were watching uh, that Saturday night's main event from November of 90. Right. Savage was already barking about wanting to fight the warrior. Right after SummerSlam. Right after after SummerSlam. Dusty Rhodes' ass. got him out of the way with Sapphire and her coat. Yeah. And uh, all the way from November to the best run-in ever at Royal Rumble. Right, right. Back and forth and back and forth. And finally it comes down to a retirement match, which first one in the WWF that I could think of since Gorilla Monsoon versus Ken Patera in 1980. Yeah, and I think the retirement match thing, I think what was so cool about it was that to this for this feud it's like this feud had gone on so long and was so fierce and it was like world championship costing which was very rare back then that somebody would interfere and cost somebody the world title had that ever happened other than like all the chicanery with Hogan losing oh true but But other than that no right like it's not it's not common that like interference would play that big of a factor so true so to me like it it made sense that the feud was escalated to this point where this place is not big enough for the two of these right. superstars. If one of them has to go, and that's the way it has to be. 
you know? Totally. The storyline surrounding and the context and the angle was great. And then the in-ring was, I mean, that's all Savage putting that together. We know that because right. he was very meticulous, but it worked. Yeah. And the Warrior does his job effectively, I think. I, I've i always thought about the Warrior that if you put him with the right guy, he yep. can get, he's kind of like the Miz, sort of, how yeah. I always say. The yeah. Miz is like, if you give the Miz something good, it's going to be excellent. And yeah. if you give the Miz something bad, it's going to be awful. I totally like, agree. That's like, he's that kind of competitor. When the Warrior had the right guy to work with, man, he could he could bring it. And yeah. he wasn't known that much for bringing it, but this is a big stage, even though it wasn't as big as they wanted it to be with WrestleMania 7. Right, right. But it was a big stage, big pay-per-view audience, high magnitude match. I mean, honestly, that is more, like, less of a foregone conclusion, I think, than Hogan Slaughter was, if oh, you're a fan in 91. Listen, I, you know, the first time I saw that, I actually, um, you know, it, it was way after it happened, because I saw it in probably, like, 95. Probably not, early 95, yeah, right? same and here. I didn't know the outcome because I knew that both wrestlers still wrestled right. so I was very confused right. watching it and I'm like who even I, right. I really didn't know who won I don't think I did either because yeah. yeah you knew Savage wrestled still and I knew Ultimate Warrior right. did too so that's 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 a good point there yeah uh, I mean uh, clearly I think the Savage match is his best in-ring work ever probably but uh, without the Honky Tonk Man match to build his legacy, his I hate that word, but his career off of yeah, what well, was his legacy? I mean, that match was. is a legacy it's, it's a making part. match for the Ultimate Warrior, the Honky Tonk one. Is this a case, Quinn, where it's Honky and then Savage? Well, you see, here's the, the here's all the problem. Okay. Like, it's not in everything else because it, a lot of people. No matter, even though we've live reviewed it and looked at the it, Hogan. and I think it's time to look at it. The like, Hogan. We have to look at like scientifically or whatever here. Okay, so like, should we get Hogan. Honky in though? No, no, not I even know. put Honky. I, I don't in even yet. think so. Wow. Yet. So yeah. we are. This is this is ten. This is a tenses. Yeah. All I, right. We might have a three way and everything else. The <laughs> the Hogan. Yeah. WrestleMania six Sky Dome. Right. In ring. What do you think? Horrible. Really horrible. I don't like it at all. Star rating. Now, now that I've watched it, um, and I'd watched it a million times before. Me too. But I like one, it. Once we objectively looked at it without like our like our like goggles, um, goggles, memory, nostalgia goggles on, like it's not a great match or anything. You even admitted it. Like there. it's not as good as I thought it was. Yeah. Upon repeat viewing, we're like. Look, when I sit down and watch wrestling, folks, I don't know about you, and you can do whatever you want. I don't really think about uh, how good it is or not. No, but... I, it, I have a very holistic approach, like how it feels and what mood I'm in. Like, I don't right. look at matches and try to rate them, but when we did the commentaries back in those days, we did look at these matches as objectively as possible and try to rate them. Right. And it wasn't that good. Yeah, it, it, I think it was annoying for us because both of us wanted it to yes. be, right? Now, it's not horrible, though, No, I don't it's think, not Quinn. horrible. Okay, I, maybe I was being... But I, the wrestling is poor in it. Let's it's put not it that, that way. good. Yeah. It's not that good. It's not that good. However... It's got the drama. However, it's got the drama. It's got the moments. That's the, the key. Yeah. Um, it's got the, you know, the, the test of strength and, sure. you know, the handing of the belts over and all that shit. The it, finish is really the, cool, too. The finish too. with the, the missing the leg drop, yes. which Hogan never missed the leg drop. Very symbolic, yeah, right? Like, he missed it this one time. Yeah. And Warrior got him. Uh, and not only that, on paper, at that time, in the WWF, and maybe anywhere, but uh, I don't want to deal with CMLL and AAA in New Japan, but how could you make a bigger match in the WWF no, at that point? I mean, point? it was the two champions <laughs> fighting each other. And finally, the payoff to an entire decade of saying that the Intercontinental title was the number one contender. Finally. I, I always, every time, since 1979 yep. to 1990, 
They had never like really like I know really done that. They never like, really did. Now they had a couple of champion versus champion matches with a uh, warrior and savage in early '89, but they were on house shows. Yeah, they had never done it to this extent ever before. No, where it's like the biggest show of the year. Yep. And it's the Intercontinental Champion versus the World Champion. And both titles are on the line, which is yeah. crazy. Both yeah. titles. Right, exactly. <sighs> and then, but here's the thing, okay. What makes that better or worse than Hogan, uh, sorry, than the Warrior Savage? I mean, the wrestling's better Warrior Savage. What's more important, do you think, to the Ultimate Warrior's career? Or are they equal? Uh, that's hard to tell because Jim Helweg is full of vanity and well, loves yeah. himself. So I, I, in one sense, I could say winning the world title for the first time would be his crowning achievement. But, yeah. but in the other match, it's presented like having your career in general is more important, right? I know. It's hard. And then you also got his first IC title but win. But what am I talking about, though? Because like the thing with the Ultimate Warrior as his career went on, a lot of his like this is going to sound really stupid. And this is like into the like, this is the Patreon, the, the, the canon of the ultimate oh, warrior. God. Like a lot of his like message, if you will, yeah. is believing in yourself. Yeah. Like it really is. Like he it says is. it all the time. It is like, believe in yourselves, my warriors, like, yeah. and all that bullshit. My warriors. But like, that's what the shit he always says. Yeah. And like, if anything exemplified the, like his mantra, it's the savage match. Because even when you're down and out and like it's all on the line and you're not you're not gonna make it, right? It's like if you believe in yourself, you can do it, right? Like and that's like what the Savage matches is like the warrior going the limit with Randy Savage and like surviving. It's very uplifting, Quinn. It's true though. Like that's the message. So are you saying you wanna put Savage Warrior on first? I think we have to put that one. I'm fine first. with that. I mean it, it's my favorite one. Because even though, like, I, I I think Jim Helwig, the man, would probably say it's the Hulk Hogan match, but... I don't know what he would say, actually. I mean, he beat Hulk Hogan, which is a big deal. At WrestleMania and Skydome. <laughs> I know. But, I I don't know. To me, the Warrior Savage means more. Than, it means much more than this. means much more than that. How about that? <laughs> I'm fine putting it on. It is the best wrestling match, anyway. And yeah. And the best angle, too. Right, yeah. Okay. For number one... <laughs> It's very uplifting, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior Randy Savage WrestleMania 7. <laughs> I think it's a good time for me to bring up SummerSlam 89, Ricky Rude, and Ultimate Warrior IC title rematch. And actually, yeah, that was the next. I don't know if there's any other outside those four, to be honest with you. Well, I'll, I might have more on my okay. sleeve later, but let's talk about this one. This was the rematch from WrestleMania 5. This is the one moment where the Warrior loses. No, like, he, he won He won it back here. You're thinking oh, you're, of WrestleMania 5. Oh, this is the rematch. Well, actually, I like the 5 one better. Because believe. he loses? Okay, let's talk about WrestleMania 5 then. I'm fine well, with it. Yeah, because I thought it was just so stunning to me. I'm it so, was. I'm sorry. I thought you had said the it's 5 okay. one. Yeah, That's fine. Yeah. Um, to me, that's the more like the bigger story one. Well, because Bobby Heenan had never had the Intercontinental yes, title. He had never had a title. Yeah. Right? I, he never had a title. Yeah, that was his first title. And he's bitching about it for all these, these years being there. And he's right. got Rick Rude, who's like his big crowning achievement. His newest acquisition. Yeah. Like his biggest guy. He's going to take him to the top. Yeah. And the Warrior had the stupid, uh, what was it? Like the, t the pose down. Yeah, with at the, at the Royal Rumble. It's yeah. horrible. And that really is. It's better than Dino Bravo lifting weights, but I don't know why they had to waste time again. It's the, it's the second worst muscle thing that happened in the 80s. What's the that? first being Dino Bravo, yeah, right? Yeah. Was there anything with Ken Patera? 
Um, probably in the eighties, right? Uh, probably in the earlier eighties. He used to do always like feats of strength. Yeah, and Tony. Oh yeah, that Tony Atlas oh, versus God. Paul Orndorff thing at like the nightclub on like one of the first Coliseum videotapes. Horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> but Bobby uh, brings Rude to the big stage here, WrestleMania five, mm-hmm. to defend against or to yeah to challenge the Ultimate Warrior for the IC title. Bobby does a little trip of the leg there, and but Rude held his own, you know. And but I like the way Bobby does it because I like the whole him holding it down, but like ducking under mm-hmm. the, the the apron kind of thing. It's like a little bit more involved than usual, right? For Bob, even for Bobby. And this was Warrior's first high profile. Um, he probably he might not have even lost on house shows. I don't know, but this was his first loss. Then, if it yeah. wasn't his first high profile one, it was his first loss. Yeah, big deal, you know, to to lose the Intercontinental Title that he had had since SummerSlam. Right, and I thought it was it was career defining because if you think about it, it proved that they had confidence in the Warrior because it they they were like, no, we're gonna do like an angle where he loses and comes back and yeah. wins. And you don't you don't see that all the time. People weren't like then, there wasn't like not. a million multi time intercontinental champions. I don't think there was any, was there at that point? Um let's see, by the time Warrior had I guess oh, Pedro Don Morocco. and Don Morocco or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Tito or Valentine. Yeah. But that's ten that's that's earlier. That's like yeah. six years earlier. Right. You know? Which for a title that was young yeah. in the eighties. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I think the this was important, but it set up a much better uh, rematch at SummerSlam 89. And fantastic match, white hot crowd. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if I watched it today, going by what it is in my memory, it's probably like a four star match. It's really good. It is good. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think of it as memorable though. For some, for whatever reason, really, I mean, it doesn't have I, to strike like you it. as yeah. It doesn't. You know what? You know what? To me, it 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 represents it re- represents like those. That just SummerSlam style, like the faces always win, and I yeah. kind of like it. It's like happy. the early SummerSlams, they always had like basically the faces. The happiest all, like, show on the, earth. Yeah, the faces just always won at SummerSlam. Whereas WrestleMania, sometimes the heels would win. Yeah, and in, in a lot of the big matches, but right. never the main event. Obviously, never until the main much event. Later. But like, holy shit! Like SummerSlam at that point in time was the. It was like. Candyland, like it was great. Yeah, it was. It would never. Nothing ever went wrong. Right. It was like Mounties were going to the police station, <laughs> and and yeah. and perfect people were losing that were big jerks. And I feel like almost all the faces went at SummerSlam '91, except for IRS. Well, I think other that than match that, isn't even on the Coliseum tape or whatever. <laughs> is it not? I don't yeah. remember. Isn't that the one that's cut? I, I think that's on there. But, but the, even in the previous SummerSlams, it was like no heels ever really won. It's- and and other than like really undercard, like no one gives a shit matches. Yeah, and usually it would be the opener where the heel would win, like Brainbusters or uh, Power and Glory. Won, I'm almost, but... I maybe I'm just imagining this, but something with like Barbarian or you know, people like people like barbarian. that is what I mean. I don't think he ever made it to a SummerSlam except '88. But regardless, or, or like Boss Man versus JYD. No, that didn't happen. It's Bossman versus Coco. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Wrong. okay. Yeah. That's, JYD yeah. was on that. He yeah. fought uh, Rick Rude. I'm mixing things up. It's My okay. point is, is that sometimes the heels will win, but not yes. really. I think the number two, though, should be the Hogan match. I really think the yeah. number two should be Hogan Warrior. I agree. Because he won the world title from Hulk Hogan. Yeah, let's put it in. Let's let's be fair to it. Yeah. It's not as good in the ring as... um. As even the Rick Rude match, I don't think. Yeah. I think the, Rude had incredible in-ring chemistry with the Warrior. He mm-hmm. was really good with the Warrior. Yeah. But the Hogan match was so important. Yep. And it gave him the world title. It didn't work out that great afterwards, but it still gave him the world title. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So for number two, 
Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, WrestleMania 6. I got one. Yeah, go ahead. We talked about it briefly, but what do you think of the Slaughter versus Ultimate Warrior match? I think it's one of the Warriors' better matches. It tells one of the best stories. It's yeah. part of the overall Savage feud. It's part of the overall trajectory of the Warriors' career, too. Right. It's not, like, it's probably, what, a two-star match if you had to rate it? Yes, but I, the, it's not it, good. It, it's seared in my memory, that the scepter, go, like, and shattering over his head. It's and, very memorable. Yeah, like, it's like, it's like, damn. Well, because but, it's like <laughs> fucking shitty Sergeant Slaughter beats yeah. him. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, holy shit, Sergeant's, like, that's, like, <laughs> all of it is, like, I can just, like, remember the events, like, I just can, I can hear Grill be like, ah! Oh, yeah, as he hits him, yeah. he's like he's like so upset about it. Like it, it, it's really good how it how it plays out. It's really good how it plays out, and yeah, best run of all time. Like Get we always say, yeah, <laughs> all this sensational sherry. Like, hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I think Honky should go in first though, and then we um, might have to fight it out for the for the fourth spot. Okay, Honky, because of just like it's overall there's no, everything. There's no Ultimate Warrior without him beating Honky Tonk Man in the honky uh, suit and like <laughs> never getting out of it or whatever. In the honky suit. It's, it's true. true. Yeah, yeah, he never got out of it. All right, so for <laughs> number three, Warrior Honky Tonk Man SummerSlam 88. <laughs> the honky suit. I mean, that's it. That's what it is. It is. All right, so I'm going to give you one, but I, you're going to hear me out, as you would say, okay. but I don't have much of a case, but it is good. Uh, Savage Warrior 2, SummerSlam 92. Hmm. It's not bad. I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, Why I, is it so I, bad? It's just so... What is all this nonsense with Ric Flair? It's just so baffling like the whole time and they're like I don't know if I don't like you I don't know if I don't like you you beat me that one time in the retirement match or why are we even fighting like what is this he was the number one contender it's the only reason why why is the ultimate who did he beat probably no one but yeah. he was the ult- he was the number one contender Randy Savage beat Dusty Rhodes <laughs> he didn't even get the title shot this motherfucker comes in and he's like I'm the tr- I'm the number one contender now like what you essentially help- summed that up yeah. yeah shouldn't Flair have been the number one contender because yes! he never got his rematch yeah unless it was like Flair I think they knew Flair was getting his rematch no matter what and that's and why he did fl- win in his rematch by the way yeah I think that was the point of the mind game why did that Takes so long, by the way. After <laughs> SummerSlam, five months yeah. to get his rematch. But the in ring is really good, and it's a totally different match than it's WrestleMania okay. Seven. It's to the to me, it's them trying to like trick you that they sort of hate each other, and it's not very convincing. They're they're terse with each other, Quinn. They're terse. <laughs> and, and not to mention the thing that bothers me the most is the Warriors like trunks. <laughs> is that when he has the, the like, uh, bricks one yeah. or whatever it is? Like it's so dumb. The singlet era. I'm like, right? who? Why? Yeah, why I is know. This happening? I don't like that either. But are you gonna tell me that this is worse than the Sergeant Slaughter match? Um, I'm not sure about that. Are you serious? <laughs> I are you think serious the, right now. I don't uh, Shawn Michaels me. Yeah, like I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I I think honestly the probably the Rick Rude is probably the like one. the best Let's one. Not is there any other here. like nominees before we go any further here of really important or good Ultimate Warrior matches? I really don't think so because the thing about Warrior was unless it was like a squash against a jobber on you know superstars, superstars or yeah. whatever, 
or unless it was like a mid-carter against him on Saturday Night's Main Event, which happens sometimes, mm -hmm. his high-profile shit was only on pay-per-view. I mean, that's where all his good stuff is. And he bad. was a pay-per-view champion. He was. Kind of like Hogan, although Hogan had not more... Not a paper champion. No, not pay-per-view pay champion. Hogan was similar, but Hogan also had a lot of good stuff on Saturday Night's Main Event. Warrior didn't. Yeah, but he didn't have as much Saturday Night's Main Events. He either. did. Hogan was like on a million of them. Yeah, exactly. From not the inception to mention until he later. had like... It, like the show was designed for his title loss and everything. True. Yeah. I mean, I, it was all about that show yeah. was designed for Hulk Hogan. Right. To make big appearances and be on national television. Because he sure as hell wasn't on regular national television. No, very rare. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, as far as Warriors good stuff, I think it's the Rude 2. Not 3 from SummerSlam 90. Yeah. Not 1 from WrestleMania 5. Even though I like the 5 one. It's good. I made no, my I, case, but like, I it, like it too. Yeah. But the SummerSlam '89 is better. You're right. It's a better match. It's much better. Yeah, uh, and that's what leads to that awesome Rude versus Piper feud, if you recall, because Piper kind of like looks at him. Oh, remember right. any like? Yeah. I think he moons him. I think he lifts up his kilt and moons him. Does he even really moon him, or is it like the camera doesn't look at it kind of thing? Yeah, he's probably got his blue trunks on. I don't. Under know, it. I you know I need to go back and watch that match. You do, I, Quinn. I remember it being good. I just don't like. I don't have this like undying love for it or something. Next time you're in the mood for a pay-per-view, Michael, just mm -hmm. toss on SummerSlam 89. It's well, really good. Well, actually, I did turn it on and then Superstar Billy Graham or whatever. No, I that's think. 88. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. 89 is the one with Tony and Jesse. Oh. No, it's good. Okay. Brain Buster's Heart Foundation in the opener. Mm -hmm. It's good, I, I promise. Know, I it's a I good pay-per-view. Maybe that was, okay, that, and I did turn on SummerSlam 88 before I went to bed one night or something. That's a good and then thing I, to turn on, I yeah. fell asleep and I was like, I don't like this. So, you know <laughs> you know, what, you know how he is. Billy whole, Graham? Yeah. Brother! I'm Hulk Hogan's best friend now. <laughs> Hulk Hogan is my hero. Yeah. He is my idol. Yeah. All right. So, I think we need to just cut to the freaking chase here. I mean, there's going to be people, I think, that are going to wonder how rude Warrior didn't get on earlier. Because people really like it. I really like it, too. It's good. I mean, have we ever... For the record, this is on Patreon, right? There's yeah. only a couple of people listening here. Does it matter what order we put them on? Not really, <laughs> but... like I, whose I, line I, is it as well? Anyway. I, yeah, it's basically like whose line. It's like, it's kind of our weird, like... It's just fun, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just like a quirk. Yeah. To give the number basically, one spot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Maybe one day number ones will matter. Yeah. But, uh, all right. So, let's do... Ultimate Warrior, Rick Rude, Intercontinental Title Rematch, SummerSlam 89. Well, to recap for Mike Crockett. Okay. The Mount Rushmore of Ultimate Warrior matches. Randy Savage at WrestleMania 7. Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 6. Honky Tonk Man, SummerSlam 88. And Ravishing Rick Rude at SummerSlam 89. Quinn, that is four of the best. Who's going to start with one of the worst? We don't really have an order here. Well, Do you have I, one? I, I, I got one, but it's. I think we're going to be a unanimous consensus on this. Yeah. Uh, the Huckster versus God. Warrior 2 from WCW yeah. with the Hulk Hogan's fire mustache <sighs> or whatever happened. I don't know. Halloween. Yeah, this is Halloween Havoc 98. By the way, very <laughs> fitting Halloween. As I always like, yep. it's like, there's like a sub thread on this, on this podcast that Halloween <laughs> Havoc is the goofy pay-per-view. Yeah. Like, and like, to be fair, yeah. this is a goofy match. No, oh, it's it's hideously goofy. Now, this, folks, context on this one, right? So this is when Ultimate Warrior started. He became magical or mystical in WCW. Yes, but it's also Halloween Havoc, Joe. Don't yes. forget. Like, it, so, it has to be. So in the lead up to this is like Hogan's seen Warrior in the mirror and like, yeah, Warrior's basically Papa Shango. Oh, I know why. Because Papa Shango taught Warrior the voodoo. Well, I thought 
Jake right? the Snake taught him the dark arts also. Remember when he like taught him not to be afraid of like a, a oh, room yeah. of snakes or something? So Warrior's basically like Shang Tsunging his way yeah. into this feud with Hogan. Right. Right? He's yeah. got like his dark arts from Jake Roberts. He's got the voodoo from Papa Shango. Yeah. He's got the wrestling from Randy you Savage. You know what annoys me about it? All they had to say was like Ultimate Warrior beat Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan never beat Ultimate Warrior. And then you're like, oh, I want to see that. They actually did say it. Kind of say that. And guess who had a big problem with the fact that Warrior said that he beat oh, Hulk Hogan? You mean uh, Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Yeah. You don't say that, brother. Yeah. Like, what, what do you mean you don't say that? It's that's one of the, the biggest <laughs> things ever. That's the drawing point is that it's a rematch. And also the other thing is like, Remember how they made such a big deal about like, oh, Hulkamania will now live forever because he was such a gracious loser. Remember Gorilla six, like yeah. says that? Yes. He, he's like, he's the grereatest champion of all time, even though he lost. Yeah. Like, oh, he's taking one more step towards immortality. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. With this actual match, though, it's 15 minutes of absolute embarrassing garbage for <laughs> yeah, the WCW. It's shitty. It's so bad. Warrior was strictly there for a check. I don't care what anyone says. He's well, just there for the to money. to be honest with you, I don't blame him because who wanted to be part of that dumpster fire by, yeah. by uh, like November of 98? Yeah, <laughs> I know, but the the bigger problem of the whole thing was the, the fire mustache. Yeah. Because I guess like, for whatever reason, a match between two huge names needed like a fireball spot. I don't understand why well, they needed this. Well, if the warrior used magic to get the match, Hulk Hogan had to use magic to, uh, you know, fight back or whatever. The fireball came from Hogan, if I recall. It came from Hogan, but he fucked up and he burnt his... He, yeah. Remember Hogan's like, I singed off my entire mustache, yeah, which like, no. That didn't happen because <laughs> I seriously don't remember him. Other than the time Kevin Sullivan <laughs> shaved his mustache and turned him into Sword Hogan. That's like Sword the, Hogan! That's the only time he ever didn't have a mustache. Zorro Hogan. Which I think was like for Thunder in Paradise or something. There's probably a reason, yeah, yeah for some film role. Yeah. And it was like three years earlier than yeah. this too, but yeah. So anyway, you know what the ending to this match was? Remember Horse Hogan comes in? I'm Horse Hogan! <laughs> he hits Is Horace. that the debut of Horace? I don't know if it's the debut. No, because it was after the the I'm Horace Hogan, I think. Happened. I don't remember. I think well, actually Horace. it might have been the next night it was I'm Horace Hogan. Hits him with a shitty chair shot. Was it the sightful involved? Or the sightful like, was not. I don't. He might have been. I remember him being very heavily involved in the warrior. I remember him like hanging around a lot. And then he joined the warrior. Remember he joined the one warrior nation. Exactly. That's why. Like I remember horrible. him being there. Everything about Ultimate Warrior and WCW is absolutely awful, including this match. Ultimate we put Warrior it in. and Brutus Beefcake <laughs> <laughs> teaming up. That's that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. We need to put this in right away. Yeah, it's terrible. It's like the worst thing possible. And of course, Hogan gets his win back because he needed that win eight Why? years later because he's Hulk Hogan. Nobody even cared. They were like, <laughs> they were like, oh, that's like the one cool time Hogan lost, but he was like such a good guy about yeah. it. Like, and like everyone like gave him a big pat on the back yeah. and he got more praise than Warrior did yes. and all this shit. And it still wasn't enough for him. He's like, no, I need the win, brother. With like, help from his nephew. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn it. And you know what else probably pissed Hogan off? What? That this wasn't the main event. I mean, it might have been promoted. It as, wasn't. No, was... Goldberg versus DDP. And then remember that awesome match where DDP oh, almost right, yeah. beat Goldberg. Yeah, no yes. one had yet. Still, yeah, that was the main event. That's actually awesome. That was a great match, but this shit had to go on before it. Uh, so well, that's good. At no, least it's they, good. Yeah, at least they put it not in the main event. It's good, but this is going on as the number only, one. The right? only way, oh, oh. the only way, it, not exempting it, but that I'm just giving it like less, like worst or something. Yeah, if I less could, worst because it's Halloween Havoc. Like in my brain, like 
Halloween, you've you've admitted how it's like there is a tradition, like there was a rich tradition of being goofy at Halloween Havoc, just to be fair. Like, can you at least admit that? There was a tradition of it, but it didn't call for this type of fucking shit, Quinn. I mean, this isn't goofy. This is just poor. Okay. This is a trick, not a treat. Okay. For number one, Warrior Hogan 2, Halloween Havoc 98. Die, die, die. Good. All right. (laughs) What else? Well, you brought that one up, right? Yeah. Okay, so I got one for you. There was a match, and it was the Ultimate Warrior, who had just returned uh, at WrestleMania 12. This is April's in your house. Good friends, better enemies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why this is one of the worst. If you don't okay. remember it, if any of you guys I listening think I don't know which it. one you're going to bring up, and I remember it. Against Goldust. Yes. Now, the problem here, Gold on paper, in theory, great idea. Goldust was the Intercontinental Champion. Right. Warrior had had that belt before. I thought the Warrior was going to win. Right. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to come back. He's going to be like the Intercontinental Champion back in the old days. Right. It's going to be great. And he looked good when he came back. Yeah, he didn't look unhealthy or anything. He looked lean, but like not, um, not Not like steroidy. Yeah, like not like I just got off of steroids lean. No, he looked like he had like actually worked out and stuff like au natural, as they say in the the business. Good condition pints. Yeah. Pretty much, right? He was good condition. He was a little tanner. He was a little tanner. He spent some time in a tanning bed. Vince, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I haven't done the Bruno in a while. It's such a happy impression (laughs) because he's always happy. Yeah. He looked like he went in the tanning bed, Vince. He looks good. He's got a good definition. Yeah. Looks like he'd been training. Uh, So anyway. So they have this match with Goldust at uh, In Your House, April 96, Good Friends, Better Enemies. But Goldust has a legitimate knee injury. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, look, I gotta, I guess damned if you do, damned if you don't, because if they would have replaced the Intercontinental Champion to fight Warrior. Have another Dean Douglas incident. Yeah, and it's like, well, fuck, we're not getting what yeah. we were advertised, right? Yeah. And in no way would they have the heel be the sympathetic, like, well, I had to give up my right. belt because of an injury, blah, blah, blah. So I guess they might have been by the balls there. Yeah. Goldust had them by the balls. That was part of his gimmick. Why didn't they have the Warrior win? That's my question. Yeah. Goldust had had the title long enough by this point. It like, wouldn't have seemed it was like, like three months. bad or anything, yeah. And why couldn't Warrior then, like, I, they want to get it on to Ahmed Johnson, I guess, so they wanted Goldust to, but why couldn't they just figure something out where a Warrior got screwed out of it by some other heel that he could go on to feud with? And then or Goldust, because it's 96, you could just have the Warrior versus Ahmed Johnson because it's not like with the great area hurts both of them. You know what you think? I, think I thought they could have done them. it where like they're both faces and it's like competitive and then they like shake hands at the end kind of thing. Like which is what's something they would kind of do in 96 I feel like. I don't know. I think that would hurt both of them, especially Ahmed, but also the warrior. But regardless, what this match was was Goldust stalling and walking around the ring for like 10 minutes. Yeah, and then he lost by count out. It's bad. And it's like literally folks, you had to pay to watch the to view it. Didn't uh, Ultimate Warrior beat up an usher? Or the, yes, the, the usher, Goldust Usher was... looked like Pee Wee Herman or whatever. You know who that usher was, Quinn? It was Man- Mantar, I think. Really? Yeah, I think that was Mantar. Why was he so skinny? I, maybe it's a different usher. There's one where his usher... What's the Pee Wee one? I don't is that, know. Is, that, is, that, is it a different usher? I don't know. <laughs> I can find out you know for you. You know what's funny about that whole thing? Yeah. I remember that... that Usher guy getting beat up in two different ways. Yeah, and one of them is the Usher being uh, Mr. Hughes, and I don't know why. Well, the Usher, did, did no. the Warrior ever beat up Mr. Hughes for some reason? No. Like, the, <laughs> well, I mean, he might have incidentally at some just, point. That, but this is just a weird side note of how my brain remembers things. No, the uh, Mr. Hughes was Triple H's 
butler or bodyguard <laughs> yeah, yeah. right before China. Did he like lose in court to Triple H and he had to be no, it's, it's, it's not like Seinfeld. The same. Now I can't think of I'm like conflating right, seven hundred yeah, things yeah, right now. And I am too because <laughs> no, the Pee Wee Herman one was like in the Razor Ramon feud. I think the one at <laughs> I think the one in your house was uh, Mantar. Regardless, <laughs> it's a guy walking around the ring for the Intercontinental Title, and you had to pay for this to see it. Yeah, well, that's why it, you need an usher. You got to give your ticket. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Who was he ushering anyway? Well, because Goldust is from. He was. Remember, he was like an Oscar statue or whatever he was supposed to be. I think he was supposed to be the statue, right? Is they that what he was? Why did they call him Goldust? They should have called him Oscar. <laughs> well, but then I already, guess there was two Oscars yeah, at the time. Can't so have like, two Oscars. Eh, that's, that's absurd, Quinn. They, they should have had Oscar be his manager. And rap? That was that would be good if he like changed his whole like... Oh, shit. Yeah. And painted his like face and everything, too? Not even that. Just like made himself like a movie kind of character. What if like, he wore gold suit? Yeah, something like that. I don't know anything. And Oscar manages gold dust. That's oh! not bad, actually, I Quinn. figured it out. That's pretty good. Yeah. But anyway, this match uh, sucks. <laughs> so I, I'm just leaving it out there. Do you have anything yeah. else? No, it, it, it does stink. Like it does stink. It does stink. It's terrible. Anything else that you want to bring on um, the table here? Actually, um, earlier yeah. that year, you had talked briefly about his comeback. I was ultra disappointed with it when he fought the Triple H there. The, the two-minute match? Yeah, because, okay, so I remember as a kid hearing the announcement, the Ultimate Warrior's coming back, and we don't know what he looks like or whatever. That was King, mainly. Remember, he's bald or and whatever. he's 400 pounds. Yeah, yeah I remember that, stuff. clearly. But I was like, you know, I was newer to wrestling, so yeah. I was seriously like, well, what if he like is different? Like, I don't know what he looks like. So, right. And also I'm like, well, Triple H, he's been like kind of kicking people's ass for a couple right, months. Right, like, he's yeah. not like a, he's not like a Hammenager or anything. He's right? not a Hammenager. Right. He's not like a joke. <laughs> no, he wasn't so like, a joke. He's he not was, a jobber. He was legit. So he, Triple H comes out and I'm like, okay, cool. And then he comes out, right? And I'm like, yeah, Ultimate Warrior. I'm like all excited. He beats him in two seconds and then he just like runs away. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, don't you think they were trying to evoke like uh, the feeling that people had at SummerSlam 88? But that's the wrong time because he's coming back. I want to see him. It's fucking WrestleMania. Like what? Like why? Well, they had to make time for the OJ footage. Joe. Savio Vega versus Austin. Remember what the, he dumped the water on him? Come on. No, you I, you I, have to admit this was very disappointing. How long should it have been, though? It's an Ultimate Warrior match, Quinn. At least seven minutes or seven? something. Come on. That's yeah, not bad. Like, just a little bit to give us the, the newer fans, who I was actually one of them, like a little taste of the old. Because he was never on TV after that, ever. He was. <laughs> He's, I never got to really see him. Well, he wore the ball cap in the Jerry Lawler feud. He, when was he wrestling? Not really. Exactly. Not against Goldust, that's for sure. This is my one sure. chance to get a glean You're of the Ultimate mad. Warrior live, so and they fuck it all up. Now the It pisses me off. I'll leave it on the table. Because I didn't get to see that that other thing against Goldust live. Well, good. How am I... How am I, I got WrestleMania. How am I going to get my parents to get that? They didn't understand. Don't they know we're kids? We don't have a salary? <laughs> so they give us the shitty Triple H match because, hey, it's WrestleMania. Of course, that's the one I'm going to beg mom and dad to get. What the well, fuck? But aren't you glad you did? You got to see Sean beat Brett. Yes, but I didn't it get sucked. to see the Warrior. They told me the Warrior was going to be there. Yeah, but Sean won. But they all. But they told me a couple things were going to happen, and, and only one good thing happened. Well, you got to see the OJ footage again. <sighs> okay. Now, now, King. What? King. Oh, the King thing? Okay. Did, me, did, I, but did he fight him? Because yeah, I, yeah. I only remember those stupid promos. Right. Let me, let me wrap <laughs> my head around this one, okay? I have to... <clears throat> Shift around in my chair a little bit. 
contemplative. All right, Quinn, let's talk. We got, we got to talk for real here about okay. this. This is a serious problem because you return the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 12, right? He has he's, hasn't been seen in almost four years. Right. And this is during a period of time where they knew they had just lost Hall and Nash right. to WCW and a, a bunch of other guys. You know, Savage had been gone. Mm-hmm. Hogan was over there. They needed some names. Brett was on hiatus in the spring of 96. Austin was not Austin yet. It was basically just Shawn Michaels. Against nobody. Against, but other and Mankind. Was on the rise. And yeah, Undertaker right? was around. That was Yeah, that was a good feud. Yeah. So, logically, they have him challenged for the Intercontinental title. Okay, he doesn't win it. No big deal, right? Okay. Let's put him in a feud with the 47-year-old announcer. <laughs> Yeah, this never What is the line it. of thinking there? <laughs> there was a million different things you could have done. With what is this? And you, you have a feud with King, who is usually feuding with like Doink yes, and Pink that's and Wink. I mean. and, or Mark Henry. And evil like, dentists like, around like him. Like, yes. yeah, like, you didn't do anything that mattered. <laughs> kiss my feet mashes. Right, like, it's King. Yeah. Like, I love Lawler. Look, look, I, I love him. I liked him. back then even. And I, as a worker, I love him. But it was like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, King. Warrior's way above this. King's King's above this. <laughs> the, this he's whole, done. He's retired. Yeah, like, right. Just why? I didn't like it. So they did have a match, Quinn. They had a very poor, like, three-minute match at King of the Ring. And 96. sadly, probably King's the one who could have gone long, not more. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because King, in his prime, which is not 96, but he still had the psychology. That never yeah. went away. I thought King still had pretty good endurance at that point. He, he did. Yeah. Just, just ask uh, all those young ladies. Yeah. But, woo, woo. But, King's psychology in ring, brilliant. I mean, right. really, one yeah. of the best in ring people I've ever seen. Right. I don't care what anyone says. And you agree. I know yeah. you love King in, yeah. in the ring, right? I like it. Any, everything with King, usually. The feud was dumb, though, because it's like the the ball cap, which I don't care about. Well, but wasn't King coming off or about to do also the stupid one with Jake where he like... Yes, he was about to do that. with him God. or whatever. Why was King feuding with people in 96? Those were two duds for King in a row. Yeah, and he sh- just shouldn't have been in. I guess King they, was like a once a year feud kind of person, right? And it better be good if it's going to happen. You mm-hmm. know, what do you think? The I'm trying to rationalize it. The match sucked. It was like three minutes. Warrior put on the King of the Ring coat afterwards, even though he didn't win it. <laughs> like, well, what a dick, you yeah. know? But like, <laughs> why uh, wasn't he in the King of the Ring? That's to me. That's what you would use, and he wins or something because he was fighting King uh, instead. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, why didn't he just win King of well, the Ring? Because Austin won that one, didn't? Oh, uh, true. Yeah, he, but. <laughs> That's amazing, actually. Yeah. Do you realize that if they would have just inserted... If they put it the warrior, he would have won. Yeah. Like, without question. Good thing like, for that yeah, King yeah. feud, actually, or else yeah, we wouldn't have had Austin. Us. Yeah. Good thing Triple H did the hand yeah. wave or whatever, yeah. and then good thing uh, they didn't think to put Warrior in the King of the Ring. Because if they did, I can't see the Ultimate Warrior losing the King of the Ring. Austin be feuding with King yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by yeah. 97. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I guess the thinking was King could really get this guy over King could really elevate him. The problem is, it's the Ultimate Warrior we're talking about. He was already established. What I just don't understand <laughs> is, honestly, the only real matchup for um, Ultimate Warrior at this point, there's only a couple, because yeah. of like his level, right? Right. Is Sean Undertaker, because Brett's gone. Vader. Vader. Right? Yeah. I could, that's believable. Yeah. A good Vader feud would have right. been nice. Sean feud. But I mean, they're both face, but you could have done a respect match with those two. Yeah. That's what Ultimate Warrior should have been doing. Yeah, for the most, like, beat up some heels and then have, like, a match with Sean. Like, dream matches with the, because that, to me, that was the promise of Ultimate Warrior coming in. It's right. like, I get to see the Ultimate Warrior face my favorites right. now. 
Like right, right, right. that was but they didn't never did that. They never did that. All right, so that one's on the table. I think the goldest one has to go on though because of how insulting it, it is. Yeah, it's so insulting. In. Okay, yeah. so for number 2, Ultimate Warrior versus Goldust from In Your House, April 96, Good Friends, Better Enemies. Die, die, die. Remember that Hercules match at WrestleMania 4? It stinks. It's, it's really I don't know if it's like, is it the worst Ultimate no. Warrior match? Like, I, it's just, to me, it's like ho-hum, like as, as some people would say. It's probably more ho than hum, but it's yeah. got both, yeah. Yeah, well, it doesn't have Duggan in it, so it's not ho, it's more hum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, that was good. Yeah. I got to give you that. Yeah. That was good. Uh, all right, well, then is the, tri- I don't know, I don't think the Triple H thing as egregious as you're making it out to be. You just think it's a rip-off as far as screen it time? It stinks! I hate it. I, it! It pissed me off as a kid. Now, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's Triple H that he beat. No, no, no. This right. isn't a Triple H thing. Right. This is like a, like, I didn't get to see enough Ultimate Warrior thing. Like, After four years almost. Yeah, like... Okay, I like, get... It pissed me off. Like, it's just like... Like, it doesn't have to be long. It's just, it doesn't have to be three seconds. Like, it's, yeah. it, it just sucks. It was under two minutes. Right. Literally, it was under two minutes. It's kind of the, it's like the, the, the inverse or whatever of the honky tonk. Like, it's like the shitty, like, it's like not the time for that. Whereas, like, the honky tonk is like the perfect time to the point where it, like, launches a career and is, like, awesome and everything. Yeah. But, like, with the Triple H thing on the comeback. Right. After a four-year absence, you want to soak up as much Ultimate Warrior as you can. And, and yeah, I, you want to soak. You want to soak. Some people might say, "Oh, Quinn, you're a big mark. They want you to like <laughs> want more Ultimate Warrior." But like, even seven minutes wouldn't have been enough, <laughs> you know. But like, that would have been acceptable. Is my point. I didn't know that this upset you so much it was all just these years. Such an annoying thing. Well, I mean, we. I'm not. I don't know. I never really had much of a problem with it, to be honest. <laughs> Excuse me. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to put it on. Here's another thing. Your case is good. Yeah, go ahead. Here's another one that um, some people might say. Anything where the Ultimate Warrior like fought Bobby Heenan in a weasel suit oh. or like Andre the Giant, like oh. shit like that, like like oh, that whole time period. like Yeah, that's, uh, that's good, actually. Yeah. Not good. I mean, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, well, the the notable, because he did have several Weasel Sue matches, the one from WrestleFest 88. I think that's the one people remember, yeah. right? The, the July 31st, 1988 Did anyone think that was card. funny? Like, no. they, they they acted... Vince McMahon. Do you remember in that ultimate, the one where they smear him or whatever that you can't get, like, anywhere yeah, anymore? We have it. Yeah, I have it. But um, in that one, they, they do... Bobby the Brain, like, says some bullshit in there where um, he's clearly lying where he was like, oh, I always did the weasel suit match. It was a big hit. And then the Ultimate Warrior ruined it, basically, is, like, how he sums it up. He did it with uh, Greg Gagne back in the NWA, and he said they were really good. Somehow, I don't believe that because... The Gagne ones? No, no they, be, they went over huge. Because I, I think the weasel suit shit is garbage. Like, it was, it was, I, I hate all of it. Well, it's too literal. Well, here's the thing. This is like the early 80s when he did it with Gandhi and it was the AWA. So it was in its right setting. I guess. No, people loved it. I mean, I'm not, I didn't say I, I guess did. It maybe just, it didn't translate well to me or something. It's like, I just fucking hated it so well, much. Well, because this is an example of the warrior not being like way out of his element. The warrior do, should not be doing a comedy match. Right. If it was someone good in there with Bobby, you would like it. Honestly. Okay. The warrior can't do that type of thing. But it's funny that Bobby like, like, 
blame the warrior when it's like you said it's like it doesn't fit anything about the ultimate war. it's yeah. stupid he blamed the warrior though for not knowing how to do it i guess I which think is actually, fine like in a weird way bobby's wrong about that That's one he's funny. not usually wrong but i think bobby's a little harsh but also that dvd you could Everyone's tell they harsh. told everyone like say the worst shit about jim hellwick because we hate him yeah is like, it like steve lombardi on there like shit talking i'm like what yeah. the hell is the, who the hell is that is everyone that a- is shit like edge is like yeah. what is he what is his grudge with the ultimate warrior because oh, like, edge was a hulkamaniac yeah remember? it's like what the fuck <laughs> but anyway yeah i mean the heenan stuff is good what was the other one you said anything with andre oh god and that in that same dvd bobby the brain's like and he held out his hand and it went pink like or whatever (laughs) like it's like what the fuck oh those matches were brutal but those were really short so i don't know if i so that's that's ultimate warrior who can't do a long match and that's andre who can't walk yeah i don't even want to blame warrior but i mean it's still both of them yeah those are really poor now in wcw though quinn Mm-hmm. Did he have anything else notably bad? I mean, he I, didn't I, even wrestle in WCW other than that whole COVID. I feel thing. like that's like his only. They didn't thing. wrestle. He, that's it. That's all there was. And then he left. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Was I don't, he just like around? He never. He wasn't around after that Halloween. He was there for that one thing, and then he left. He did promos and stuff. Yes, but I'm saying like only the build to that. Like he, he was, was there, there after for that. like October. I think he was like, there. And then he left till like December or something. No. No. He really didn't? I swear, he, well, didn't. he never wrestled. I maybe, know that much. Maybe like one Nitro match? Probably. No. Wow. You don't I, think? I watched Nitro. He didn't wrestle. I watched it too, but... He just wh- came in like it was like NWO backwards or whatever <laughs> and like, fuck you, Hulk Hogan. Like every time. And then he lost and then, and then he, he left. And then he like appeared in a mirror and all this shit, and remember? British Bulldog broke his back on his trap door from whatever match that was and then Bulldog had to wear the jeans and the dog's foot <laughs> alright what so, this, this is all true to the ultimate warrior yeah the ultimate warrior had a trap door that he interfered in some match in or disappeared from some match in oh and that's how Bulldog got hurt Bulldog got slammed on this trap door landed wrong when the fuck did that happen I forget, at like of, the Halloween Havoc match no I think it was another pay-per-view where Warrior made an appearance he didn't wrestle <laughs> uh, he only wrestled the one I know I that I think he wrestled on Nitro maybe I'm wrong though I could be yeah. wrong uh, and anyway, like a tag match. But anyway, so Bulldog really hurt his back. That's what got him onto uh, painkillers. Oh, and then that. and then he wore jeans. Thanks, Ultimate Warrior. Thanks, fucking Ultimate Warrior. But anyway, I think that we should put the uh, King thing on because he shouldn't have been what, feuding. No, how with many King. do we have? We have Hogan two and Goldust. Well, we have to bring up one other. Yeah, go ahead. Um, the Rick Rude cage thing. Yeah, and we just Th- talked about that's this. So poor. We talked about this on Monday for uh, '90s cage matches. Right. Did we put it in? I think we. I think yeah, we did. I don't remember no, now. No, we did because there's not as many 90s cage matches. Right. It, it sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. These guys had a good match at WrestleMania 5, a great match at SummerSlam 89. They had a better version of that match at like MSG or something. I've seen it. They had, yeah, they had better versions of this. I don't know what went wrong here. Did Rude, you were saying uh, on uh, episode 96 that you think that like Rude was just already out of the WWF in his mind. So maybe he just didn't give a shit by this point. I think it's that. And I also think that the fact that um, that was at 90, right? Yeah. So SummerSlam 90, what was, wasn't there like a co-main event to that? Hogan Earthquake. Right. I almost feel like that also took the wind out of it. It was like, oh man, it's not even like the That's real main true. event. Like, Well, Hogan Earthquake went on first because because of the cage, I guess, like the logistics. Yeah, you have to like do the cage last. But Hogan Earthquake was the hotter match. Right. So you think Hogan... Stole some of the heat from that match. Yeah, I really do. I think that's what it is. You're like burned out by that point. Whenever I watch that paper, I get to that match. And I'm like, I don't even want to watch yeah. this anymore. Like now, see, normally with a co-main in the '90s, 
you would put the first one in the mid card, like WrestleMania Eight, for example. Right. But the Savage Flair is in the mid card. Even SummerSlam '91 with the co-main. What's the co-main at SummerSlam '91? '92. Oh, I'm sorry, SummerSlam '92. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I said the wrong year, but it happens. Yeah, uh, or WrestleMania Nine, the mid card right. Hulkamaniac or Megamaniacs. This one, it's like back to back Hogan. No cool off time. Mm-hmm. They should have put two shitty matches after Hogan Earthquake. Like, wasn't Jake fight Bad News Brown at that? Like, no one gives a shit anyway. <laughs> Some of the 90s weird. It's weird. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. It, weird, though. Yeah. They should have cooled down the crowd and then maybe Warrior Rube would have heat, but I don't know. Yeah, it is a poor match, isn't it? <laughs> it's just like... Boring. It's boring and it's a foregone conclusion. I think that's all that should be said about it. Yeah, I agree with you, Quinn. It, it stinks. <laughs> It does and, and it stinks because it's also disappointing because you're like, man, Rude, he beat Ultimate Warrior. Like, he should have a chance. And it's no like, chance. he has no chance in hell. Just like, Vince McMahon's music should play the whole match. <laughs> he just has a haircut, so he's supposed to be, like, better. Remember, that's, like, real? Yeah. Because <laughs> he has the short hair. it's more hair. like, uh, I'm leaving. Peace out. Boss man, your mom's fat. Goodbye. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> like seriously that's literally what happens yeah. that's the end of Rick Rude and WWF yeah. <laughs> yeah. alright I lost well you know what boss man your mom is so fat she has her own zip code bye right and then he goes by he, he does cool things in WCW then he sh- shows up in a suit in WWF yeah for a few months yeah uh, but I think still the King thing because it's not it's that poor yeah it's not that King is bad I would say it's more poor than the cage so I would, it, I would put it, it is. in like, so just because of the feud that surrounded it because of the context and because it didn't need to happen <laughs> King versus Ultimate Warrior at King of the Ring 1996 die 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 was that at King of the Ring because of yes. King yeah didn't like, King they, always, always wrestle at King like, of the Ring that was his pay- he, he, he used to say it was his pay-per-view yeah, you know what? He did wrestle at like four of them or something like that. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> no, actually did. They, they, they named it after him, obviously. They named it after the king. Uh, so here's what is waiting in the wings. Triple H. Yeah. Fuck that 12. match. I hate it so much. Uh, Herc the Jerk. We're not worried about it. It's innocuous. It's, it's, it's like an undercard. It's like nothing. It like, sucks, but yeah, it's bad. It sucks, but it's not like... Right. Ultimate Warrior's not even like a big player at that point. He's just like no, a guy not. that exists. Yeah, you're right. Like, okay, we'll, we'll scratch that one. The Bobby Heenan weasel suit thing, is that like, eh, it's not I, offensive. I hate, it. I hate it, but it's not, I don't think it's worse than some of this stuff. You think it's between Rude 3, SummerSlam like 90? Andre or something like that. And Triple H. And Triple H. But just only because it's the letdown that you didn't get to see enough screen time of the Warrior. It pisses, it, it pisses me off. I was very mad as a kid. I was like, what? That's it? Like, I remember saying that. And he wasn't even in the company long either that yeah. time around. He was there for like three and a half we, months. It was such, the whole thing was a ripoff. It always annoyed me. Yeah, you I, know what? Yeah. Like, I, it just, to me, it like set, like, you know how the honky tonk man set the tone for yes. like, he's going to be good or whatever, right? Yeah. This set the tone for, oh, we're not going to see Ultimate Warrior a lot, are we? Like, and we didn't. Yeah. He didn't wrestle at the May pay per view. It's like, it's like the sad realization of like, oh, this is what this is, isn't it? Like, you know what, Quinn? You know, you know what's also sad, too, is that he was... Do you remember, and if you don't, I don't blame you, if anyone remembers this, but July 96 in your house, international incident. The main event is um, Camp Cornette. It's like Vader, Owen, and Bulldog against Sean... <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Ahmed. That's what those weird promos... And Sid. Yeah. But it was supposed to be the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, yeah. So... There's those weird promos where the Ultimate Warrior's <laughs> wearing, like, Shawn Michaels' yes, sunglasses yes. or something. So what's... What sucks about the whole thing is that he didn't even make it 
to any more than he did WrestleMania for two minutes. King of the Ring. He did the shitty Goldust thing in yeah. April, which oh, was yeah. not even a match. And then he did King of the Ring for three minutes. And that was all you got to see of him on pay-per-view. So bad. So, I mean, in that regard, Quinn, I totally understand. It pissed me off. Like, I, it's one of those things to this day, like, I feel robbed. And you think that the WrestleMania 12 match was, like, symbolic of that? Like, it was indicative? It was a bad yeah, omen? Yeah, it was a very bad omen. I really can't argue with you. I mean, it was really shitty. Warrior had his last match on June 25th, 1996. WrestleMania was March 31st. He was there for God, less he didn't even make than it. three months. Oh, my God. Two pay-per-view matches after WrestleMania. They're both terrible. Shit. Yeah, let's do it. Because his 96 run was terrible. Yeah. It was insulting. Yep. It was bullshit. It's almost like he had to go away for two years because he had to, like, we had to forget about that. Honestly. WCW. And then when he got there, he was like, hey, I'll do one match. Bye. So here's the thing I want you to notice, folks, as I put this in in a second here. All of the bad stuff is all from post-92. It's mm-hmm. three matches from 96 from that horrible WWF yeah. run and the Hogan one. I figured it would end up that so way. So did I. Because... If you're a bad wrestler starting out and, and getting your feet a little wet, you're a little wet behind the ears in 87, 88, or you're fighting Andre the Giant in 89, or you're fighting yeah. Bobby Heenan, we can forgive that. Right. That's fine. Yeah. People have bad matches, not the end of the world. When you were an established world and intercontinental champion. You got to pick it up. A big name. Yeah. And you're coming in to try to help this company defeat the competition. And they're down at their worst. They Yeah. You, you better. You better bring it. And not only that, they better book him right. What were they doing booking him against King? Well, my theory behind that is that they didn't trust him. The Warrior? Yes. Well, I don't were, blame Vince for not the, trusting him. The idea was that they would put him in lower things to work his way, work his way up from the bottom. And that Warrior rejected that because Jim Helwig thinks he's the star. Do you blame either of them? I'm not saying one is right. I don't blame right. Vince after the last bullshit he did. Putting aside wrestling and, and how we're fans of it, Warrior probably was justified in some of his problems that he had with Vince from a business standpoint. Never, wait a second. Yes. I disagree with that. I, I don't. I actually disagree with that. He was paid well. Oh, absolutely. He, wanted, he held them up for money at SummerSlam. 91, which I don't know if I agree with that. He got fired. They brought him back. And then wasn't the second time he stopped showing up or something? The second time... I can't remember off the top of my head. It was both. Maybe it was both. He stopped showing up and it was pay. I can't remember if he left or if Vince let him go. And I can't remember if it was drug related or not. But then the third time. That was bullshit. He fucking like just stopped showing up to house shows. I know. Because it's like, I don't do house shows. Well, here's the thing, though. You work for him. I understand that. We don't know how Vince treated him. And we we don't. We, We pay is one thing. Well, well the what was his, he loved Linda for some reason. Yeah, he wanted Linda to induct him. Right. Um, well, Linda was probably, Linda's probably a great lady. You have to be there. Do you think to, Linda, to, like, we're, this is an aside note. Do you think, like, in the 90s, 80s and 90s, that the way the front office worked is that, like, Linda was good cop and Vince was bad cop as far as, like, contract negotiations and stuff like that? 
I don't even know. Yeah, maybe. And that's that's something to ask Bruce Pritchard. Why that's you actually that? seemed like the way Warriors describe things, it almost seems like that might have been like how things operated over there. Could have been. Are we going to StarCast? When I, I can't remember. We're not going to StarCast, are we? Why? Is somebody messaging us no, about it? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, We're not going to StarCast, though, right? Do we have a ticket to Chicago that somebody's willing to pay yeah, for? Yeah, are we going? I don't want to come to that show. I love Chicago. I'd hang out in Chicago for a not weekend. Not at StarCast, but, though. Well, I'd, go, I'd hop in and then I'd go do other things in Chicago because we, it's fun. Can we run across the street to Wrigley Field like Larry and Balky? Yeah, we, well, we'd have to film it. But How did you not do that when you were in Chicago? Well, to be honest with you, you can't really like run across the street Unless like that. Unless you're filming the... It's not like... <laughs> for Miller Boy Head. Yeah, it's not like close... It's like a real like suburban street. It's like Abbey Road. Yeah. Like, like you can't just walk There's cars the and yes, shit. Like, you yeah. don't want to get hit by a car. Right, exactly. But anyway, um, regardless of the Vince, that was just an aside. Yeah. But regardless of the Vince Warrior thing, both, I think, felt that they were justified in their own minds... And after 91, there were, I don't think they were ever going to successfully work together again, and they didn't. Yeah. After Warrior did that to Vince, Vince well, brought they did a, at the Hall of Fame. Many years later, but I'm yeah. talking about in the wrestling context. Vince brought him back in 92 strictly because he could make money off of him. Vince brought him back in 96 strictly because he could make money off of him. But I, right. I don't think Vince ever got over Warrior screwing him over at SummerSlam 91. Well, I agree with him. And I agree with him, too. I, someone, I do. It's the way he did it, not the... Like people had like had uh, money arguments with him all the time and he respected them and he was fine with them. It's the fact that the warrior did it on the day of the pay-per-view and yeah. said he wouldn't wrestle. It is a jerky thing. To that do. is really shitty. But as far as the 96 is concerned, I don't think warrior was motivated by anything other than money. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Vince uh, was going to give him much rope as evidenced by how no. Vince had no sympathy for whatever happened in July of 96 when he left. So right. I think, um, the Triple H thing is indicative of a very bad run. Mm -hmm. It kicks off. It's the inverse, like you yeah, said, of the Honky Tonk Man thing. It's appropriate that it's on the, the Death Valley since the Rushmore yeah. had the Honky Tonk. It's very apt. So yep. let's do it. Yep. For number four, Triple H WrestleMania 12. Die, die, die. Well, to recap for, let's see, Joe Merkel. Okay. Okay. Um, our Death Valley of Ultimate Warrior matches. We have Warrior Hogan 2. Um, from Halloween Havoc 98, Electric Flash Paper. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Warrior Goldust from King, uh, sorry, from Good Friends, Better Enemies in Your House, April 96. Golden Boogaloo. Yeah, Golden Boogaloo. We have Warrior versus King from King of the Ring, um, 96. King Pikachu. Okay, Boogaloo. that's, yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah. And we have uh, Ultimate Warrior versus Triple Horse from WrestleMania 12. Horsaloo. Yeah, Horsaloo. So that is our Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Ultimate Warrior matches. I am Joan Rada. That is Michael Quinn, and we are getting the hell out of here. See ya. Well, there you have it, folks. Hope you enjoyed the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Ultimate Warrior matches here on Friday, January the 8th, 2021. And again, if you liked what you heard, great. I'm happy to hear that. You can subscribe to our show if you don't, and a new episode will be out on Monday, January the 11th. That'll be episode 207. Each week, we release a new one if you're new around here, and we hope you like it. And I uh, hope everyone's doing okay out there. Until next time, I'm Joe Murata. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you. <clears throat> Doing okay out there? And until next time, thank you for listening. I'm Joe Murata. We'll see you next time.